Warning, the following podcast includes many, many spoilers about Sons of Anarchy. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to 15 Minutes with Lincoln. I am one of your two hosts, Timothy Robert Dunn, a common man in Chicago. Yeah, whatever. I'm Abraham Lincoln. Just a guy. You're not just a guy. Abe, um, this is a political podcast featuring the perspective of myself, a modern millennial, and those of Abe, uh, one of our great presidents, and a great comedy writer that he should feel he should feel proud of his comedy writing career. Um, you're... Abe's kind of going through something right now. Abe, um, I feel like it's kind of hard to dance around this this sort of thing in a podcast setting, so do you want to just let people know what's going on? Sure. Well, after a discussion with my former employer, Governor Mike Huckabee, who both parties have decided it would be in our best interest for us to go our separate ways. Mm-hmm. Abe used to um, <clears throat> Abe used to be a staff writer on Governor Mike Huck- Huckabee's late night comedy show Huckabee. Um, this is normally where I would plug Huckabee's guests, but we probably shouldn't do that now since you're no longer associated with the show. No, they d- they don't need my help anymore. Yeah. Um, buddy, I'm so sorry. This was, you know, I know you really liked. You like the job. You like the the writing anyways. Not always how you were treated at the job because, um, you know, you weren't allowed to use the bathroom until you came up with jokes about AOC, if I'm remembering. Yeah, usually it was AOC or or someone else in the news that was getting under his skin. Right. Um, And, you know, I, I know I was jealous for a while of you getting this job and me not getting this job. Um... And I've never had the experience of losing a staff writing job, so I, you know, I can only imagine how hard this is. Because um, you know, you feel you feel important. I bet, and that like going to improv classes for years wasn't a waste of your time and money, and you're not an embarrassment after leaving high school and being like, "I'm going to really make it." Fuck you guys, you know, like that kind of an attitude to people. So, well, I, I. I, I think of most of all, I really miss being a part of something that was just changing the landscape of late night comedy. Well, I mean, it, it had its voice. You can definitely say that. Yeah, it really spoke to a different audience, typically those in motorized wheelchairs and their grandchildren who were accompanying right. them. But nonetheless, you know... Maybe VFW halls, it's just on in the background or something. Yeah, because they don't watch ESPN there anymore because it's gotten too political. Right. They don't want to see They the would rather have the huck on. Oh, boy. I just really didn't see this coming. It's tough, man. I mean, you, you were true to your voice. Um, this Juneteenth sketch you kind of pitched last week was important to you and you pitched it and it seems like it didn't go over very well. Well, 
That's to say the least. At first when I pitched it, um, there was a bit of a silence. And then there was a just raucous laughter and applause. Okay. And everyone right. said, you really pulled our leg good there, intern boy. And that's what they call me now since the... Um, <laughs> oh, since you were well, kidnapped. Well, since yeah. the disagreement about the union, they, uh, you know, technically I was intern boy. And... Abe, you can... Can I just say, you can say this stuff now that you're not working for... You were kidnapped by by Governor Huckabee's sons. Yeah, uh, you know, I despite my best efforts, I, w- I was kidnapped by all six of them and... All, uh, you know, 3,000 pounds of their body mass just overwhelmed me. And, uh, yeah, persuaded me at the time that actually, though I stood for the union in my previous life, now the union is a bad thing and I should not organize the workers because our conditions are fine. Anyway, so I, I, I pitched this desk piece on why Juneteenth was important to recognize, that we should be proud as a country of what we've done and, and you know, recognize that we've overcome our original sin and that, that we can grow. And uh, once I, I pitched it, they, they laughed and I thought, well, you know, that's a good perception. They told me to go ahead and, yeah, they said, yeah, why don't you go ahead and write that one up? And so uh, I furiously went to the public library where I, uh-huh. since I no longer, well, I don't have really a desk to, to work at. It. I typed right. it up, I printed it out and I brought it back in time for the, uh, table read, and um, much to my dismay, when I passed out copies uh, um, of it, um, Huckabee said, "All right, everyone, it's time to take the script, and everyone stand up and give it your best, Pelosi." So everyone took the script and they dropped trow and they they scrubbed it between their derriere cheeks. This is disgusting. And that's how was that a Pelosi? She didn't do that. I thought you were gonna have. I thought a Pelosi would be ripping it up like the State of the Union. Well, well, that I guess that would make more sense. But then they then they went ahead and they uh, they ripped it up after that, and then um, and I said, uh, "Hey, I, now listen, I I actually worked pretty hard on that. I think it's worth a chance, and I think you'll be." Supp-. And they said, "No, no, not this again, troublemaker. Do we need to have you spend some more time in the?" trunk of a car again and i said now i absolutely will not do that and uh i said that um i'm a human being and i will be treated as such and i deserve to be respected and at that point um yeah i uh no longer found myself uh, welcome in the huckabee show uh before i could finish the speech where i really had hoped to rouse the rest of the staff to my side i Mm-hmm. Looked down and noticed there were several um, lasers uh, uh, pointed on my chest, um, and there was a, oh my a, god! And uh, they were just like the the paintball guns that the the sons are. They're not oh, allowed okay. to use the live rounds in the studio anymore, but th- they uh, nonetheless had them pointed at my chest until I left. And when I turned around, they fired, and they shot me the whole way out and I had to escape through the the running out through the back lot where they keep all of the feral dogs that they have taken from the shelters oh that they God. pick off one by one from the rooftop oh, um, no. who and I made it out and uh, 
you know, I learned a lot. I have a lot to put on my resume, I think. It's, so, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I guess it all just depends on what kind of job you want next in the entertainment industry. If You know, if you're... If you're going for a more mainstream job, I would just say, yeah, I worked on a late night show for, you know, six months or whatever, and I wouldn't give it any more details than that. Frankly. So I, I shouldn't go into detail like about the Easter sketch we worked on where I, um, you know, because I did have some experience on camera. I got to play like, um, you know, one of the Jews who were gambling over Christ's clothes. Right, right. Yeah, I wouldn't bring that up. Uh, I would not, no. Uh, you know, maybe if you're applying to be a staff writer for Gutfeld, any other show, I would not okay. do that, no. I, I see. Also, with your packet, maybe maybe just include the Juneteenth one. Oh, are, are you sure? Because I was thinking that um, maybe I should in- include... Those those desk pieces that we wrote about how critical race theory was basically the same thing as Auschwitz. Yeah, again, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't include those. Just it's you know what they're not they're not evergreen. That's a fair point. Yeah, I, I guess suppose that that's yeah. kind of passed up, that's passed by. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So okay, I could just say I worked on a late night show. I have experience writing. Mm-hmm. Jokes about current events, such as Hunter Biden's <laughs> drug problems, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Even, I would just say you're you're great at writing topical jokes. I you know if Come they on. try and pin you down on what show you were on, I would just be like, I would just go into specifics about the writing process as opposed to naming any names or going into any. All right, names so I'll go into specific about the writing process, which was uh, we all would. Sit around and, and wait for the huck to come by and eat most of our lunches. And then he would demand us to make him laugh. And if we didn't make him laugh, uh, that he would insult us and threaten to have intercourse with our significant others in front of us. Again, I would probably just skip this. I would I would say, oh, yeah, we had a great time on the show. We would, you know, do our read through. <laughs> and then I would stick around for dress and give. All right, notes. so I should mention how we had to stick around for twenty hours a day during all of the, you know, not just during the, well, you know, during the week, but we. I should mention that we had to be there for dress and for the tapings, and we had to help carry the folks into the audience because he got. Oh, the audience he got members, rid of the wheelchair of ramp because he thought that was giving people extra yep. rights. If you want to, I would maybe avoid those details as well. Great. So I can't mention um, I was an actor on the show. I can't mention that I actually have experience writing jokes. I can't mention that I'm, I'm handy around the set. So I, I, I have to be so vague now. I don't know. How, how about this? How about this? Um, you worked with some of the celebrities that came on during the show, right? Maybe you could like name oh, drop. Oh, that's right. Bit. I should say like, hey, you know, I have experience working with guests and pitching them ideas that they might get bored with. There like, you go. One time I had this idea for Big, Big Bubba Jones and his Christian puppet, uh, Tiberius the Sweet Boy. I had this great pitch for them where they were going to come out and talk to everyone about how they the, the old Looney Tunes were actually the best because they weren't worried about offending oh, people. Boy. And... That nowadays cartoons are 
too woke, and and he really got on board with that. I'm just gonna Google. I know Matthew McConaughey like went around and did a bunch of conservative shows. I'm just gonna see if uh, he. I was don't on remember your a show. Matthew McConaughey, but I do. I do remember a Michael McConaughey, a Christian chef who came on. And oh, thank God! Okay, uh, I'm seeing a clip here. Uh, how Matthew McConaughey stu- keeps in touch with reality. Um, about his new book, Green Lights. Here you go. I am an experienced comedy writer. <laughs> I know how to write topical jokes in a short amount of time, and I've worked with Matthew McConaughey. That's that's all you want to well, say. Honestly, now that I recall, we didn't actually get to meet Matthew McConaughey. Huck made us all leave the studio, and he just had uh, a, a band come in, and he tried to just – he basically – he brought his four-wheelers in. He brought out his, like, electric guitars. He, like – he just got a bunch of – Right. Fried chicken and a bunch of money, cash from the bank. Just, he said it was really important that Huckabee looked cool in front of Matthew McConaughey, and that all of us would embarrass right. him. Yeah. And then he spent the. Um, uh, then uh, I heard he spent the whole time being like, "Hey, you know Matthew, you know I, uh, I know you like beautiful women. Uh, my daughter Sarah is been compared to Helen of Troy." And I think she could really steal you away from your home, your 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 house. I'm not trying to be a homewrecker or anything. And I guess Huckabee was a little miffed afterwards because he felt like Matthew McConaughey wasn't taking him up on the offer to like, you know, get on his daughter. Yeah, that's. Uh, I wouldn't share that story as well when you're in interviews or anything like that for your uh, fair staff enough. writing job. What? Let me ask you this. Maybe we're we're going too far down the rabbit hole here. What do you want to do next? Honestly, I already know what I want to do, and I've been doing it since I uh, had to hitchhike back from Tennessee to Chicago here to be back in your studio apartments. And I was thinking long and hard about it when I was on the back of a motorcycle that picked me up. And I was thinking about, you know what I, I, you know, the last time I was really happy was when I was watching Sons of Anarchy. That was before all this happened, before I started chasing these Big yeah. fancy Hollywood notions. We briefly had a segment where you would tell me about the Sons of Anarchy episode. Absolutely. So I went ahead and I bought all the episodes. I downloaded them on your PlayStation, and I've been chugging through them. And you bought well, yeah, all the episodes. If you buy them, then it's easier to edit them. I've been editing clips, uh, basically uh. little montages from the show, and then I'm setting them to like alternative rock songs that are publicly available <laughs> and putting them on YouTube. I've done so far. I've done seven of these videos about Jack Tara's relationship. Like, you're making YouTube compilations. Yes, okay. it's great. And then I post about them in the Sons of Anarchy wiki comments. Get people right. to watch. There's how do they do in terms of not views? a lot yet, but these are this is evergreen content. If there ever was, ever was evergreen right. content. I can't argue with you there. So people yeah. are gonna find this stuff. I can tell. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. And, you know, I think, um, you know, the crow flies straight and that's what I'm going to do. Does it concern you at all that you're not really creating I am creating things. I'm creating YouTube compilations. I'm taking, I'm taking public license songs that I have to find that are rock alternative that have a nice post grunge, nasty little stank on them. Usually a guy grunting and screaming. Talking about diesel and how 
he's got to get his get it up. Yeah, yeah. And I'm putting them over clips from Sons of Anarchy. Specifically, right now, I'm just focusing on Jax and Tara's relationship. They have real Romeo and Juliet thing going on. You know, Tim. I don't know if you know this, but she was a doctor at Chicago Presbyterian. You right. did tell me that. And also a doctor at Chicago's Northwestern Hospital. They mentioned both throughout the show interchangeably. Yeah. And it's not a it's not a continuity problem at all. It's just clear that she worked at both of them. That's what they're really trying to say. And she Maybe she was an intern at well, one or something. Then she came back to be part of to be back with Jax, her high school sweetheart, ten yeah. years later. And you know what happened? She had this crazy boyfriend in Chicago who was stalking her. He found her in California. And you know what Jax did? He killed him. He shot him in the head in the apartment. Oh Didn't God. even think twice. Just saw him and shot him. And then was like, is that your crazy ex-boyfriend? And she's like, yeah, babe. Then they made out in front of his dead body. That was in one of my compilations. That's what, okay. I was going to ask if that was in a compilation. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I'm glad you have something to keep you busy in this time. I would just take, you know, a month or something like that and really just think about, you know, what the next move they were is just, for Abe. They were really destined to destined to fall apart. They had so much going against them. Despite having a son together, it just wasn't enough uh-huh. to bring them together. And ultimately, it's just it's just a tragedy of, of epic proportions what happens to Tara. Uh, well, don't spoil it for me. Jax's mom stabs her in the head while she's in the hospital. <laughs> she just dies? They just kill her? Yeah, the well, on lady? one of the wikis it says it's because the doctor lady got a part on some show Billions, and she had to... Oh, that's a good show. I mean, that's... that's yeah, well, talk to me when they have seven seasons on FX and a spinoff called Mayans FC. Have you seen Mayans yet? All I've seen is the I watch the all of them. Yeah, I've seen Mayans. And okay. The, the Mayans are a Hispanic biker group because the groups are segregated and it's not a big deal because they're yeah. actually like fine. I mean, they find out that one of the guys in Sons of Anarchy is actually half black and they kind of get him thrown into prison and have make sure he's raped a thousand times. But they're actually really good guys. I really. Yeah. OK, well, um, enjoy. Enjoy the compilations. I'm glad, you know, it's a it's a good activity to. I don't know. Just take care of yourself for the next. Uh, you've you've uh, experienced a pretty serious loss here, and I just I just want you to be. Well. It's nothing like what happens to Jax when Opie gets killed in prison. Even though Jax, I think that's going to do it for us for this episode, folks. Um, uh, as always, if you have any questions for us about, you know, the YouTube um, ecosystem and how Abe can kind of stand out, email us at fifteen minutes with Lincoln at gmail That's numerical one five minutes with Lincoln at gmail and as always, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, Abe, yeah, can uh, we put a thoughts? spoiler alert at the top of this episode? Because I want to be clear that everything I just said actually happens in Sons of Anarchy. So before I, I don't want people to think that I'm just like, you know, doing bits because I don't do comedy anymore. I do compilations. Right. I tell you what, I will include a spoiler alert for. Do we even want to say, like, episode numbers or just say all of Sons of Anarchy? Well, yeah, I've already talked about season five when they go to prison. That's what Opie, that's what Opie gets killed by uh, another gang who... Yeah, we're just going to keep it And then Tara's death, yeah. Stop, stop spoiling Wait Sons till of I Anarchy. tell you what happens to Jax. 
We'll see you next time on 15 Minutes with Lincoln.